0: Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast and today I have another episode of Tuesday Night Extreme where I'm going to give my review on ECW's November to Remember 2000. Starting off the evening we're going to our first match of the night. It is Simon Diamond and Swinger versus York and Matthews. Starting off the match, York and Matthews show a great tag team work in the match. Pretty much a back and forth match though between both teams. Diamond and Swinger end up hitting the finish on York and Matthews. Pin them for the three and your winners of the match are Simon Diamond and Swinger. To be 100% honest with you guys, man, this match was boring, absolutely boring, and I'm not trying to take anything away from the guy's talent ability from both teams, but this match was awful, man. It was all over the damn place, and it just wasn't doing anything for me, man. I feel like it was really lazy. Um, I will give credit to York and Matthews. They look like, at the time, an upcoming tag team had a lot of potential, just this match was not it for either one of these teams. And Simon Diamond, to me, was always one of those guys that wrestled for ECW that just didn't fit the mold of what ecw really truly was you know what i mean and i feel like he really wasn't getting booked a whole hell of a lot uh for ecw by you know from paul Heyman. it just it didn't really fit the mold but um hats off to york and matthews for getting the win in this match and what i actually thought was a boring match after that match we can go to our next match of the evening it is cw anderson versus kid cash starting off the match cash quickly runs to the ring attacks anderson cash then hits a springboard off the referee's back and hits a crossbody, takes out everyone ringside. Cash then hits a hurricanrana on Anderson. Cash then throws a chair at Anderson as well. Anderson and Cash both hit the biggest botch I've ever seen, ever. I mean, it looked like they were both were going for a clothesline, but they missed each other and then both fell out of nowhere. Uh, Cash then gets up, hits a springboard hurricanrana on Anderson. Anderson then gets up, hits a devastating spinebuster on Cash in the middle of the ring. Cash then gets up, hits a tornado DDT on Anderson, pins him for the three, and your winner of the match is Kid Cash. Again, same thing with the first match, man. I feel like this match really didn't do a whole lot. It had a lot of pace in this match. You know, they picked up the pace a little bit, and they were really, you know, beating the hell out of one another. But that botch, man, just killed it for me. That botch was awful. It really, really was. And you know, Kid Cash you know, had potential, man. You know, I wish ECW had a cruiserweight division because this guy would have fit the mold for them, being an ECW cruiserweight champion. I always stated that ECW should have had a cruiserweight champion. There should have been three belts for ECW with the tag team championships. Um CW Anderson again, decent wrestler. Obviously, it's pure gimmick with you know how he does the spine buster straight out of R Anderson's book, man. I get it. Um but Kid Cash had a very high ceiling in my opinion. I, mean, I feel like if he would have took the time and, you know, if they would have booked him in better matches, he could have been world champion, you know, multiple time world champion. So uh hats off to uh Kid Cash for getting the win in this match. After that match, we go to our next match of the evening. It is Danny Doring Spike Dudley and Roadkill versus Chris Hemrick and Easy Money and Julio De Niro. Uh, but be, the, before this match, even takes place, it was just Danny Doring and Roadkill. Easy Money, Hemrick, and uh, Julio De Niro pretty much stood on the microphone that it wasn't fair to have three against two. Spike Dudley comes down to the ring, pretty much attacks everybody. Uh, Easy Money then hits a somersault senton, takes out everyone on the outside. Roadkill then hits an elbow drop off the middle rope on Hemrick. Easy Money then hits a devastating powerbomb on Spike that was absolutely brutal. Spike then gets up, hits an acid drop on Hemrick with the assist from Roadkill, pins it for the three, and your winners of the match are Danny Doring, Spike Dudley, and Roadkill. Again, this was not a bad match. Uh, it was a high-paced match, and people loved Roadkill, man, by the way. They loved him. Uh, they were chanting his name throughout this entire match, and he was a very agile man for his kind of size. He was probably, what, 350, 400 pounds, and that springboard clothesline that he usually hits, man, is just absolutely brutal. Uh, and the fans gravitated toward, uh, towards Roadkill, man. They absolutely loved him. So hats off to Doring, Dudley, and Roadkill for getting the win in this match. After that match, we go to our next match of the evening as well. It is Nova versus Chris Chetty in a loser leaves town match. Starting off the match, Nova quickly attacks Chris Chetty. Nova's pretty much taking the fight to Chetty at this point. Louie dangerously then hits a low blow on Nova in the middle of the ring. Chetty then hits a scissors kick on Nova in the middle of the ring as well. Chetty then hits a Nova cane on Nova, pins him for the two. Nova then gets up, hits two paw drivers on Chris Chetty in the middle of the ring. Nova then goes for a third pile driver, but Louie Danger, uh, dangerously hits Nova with a phone. Nova then hits a kryptonite crush off the top rope on Chetty. Pinch Chetty for the three, and your winner of the match is Nova, and Chetty will now have to leave ECW. So, again, this was not a bad match. Um, it, again, picked up a lot of pace. It's a humongous storyline that went on between Chris Chetty and uh, Nova, even for this match and the way they were building this up. I mean – Obviously, best friends to her bitter enemies. Uh, Nova and Chetty were obviously a part of a tag team that I thought wasn't really that half bad. Um, and how they were talking about it on commentary was that every team that Nova was in, they either turned on him or they left him hanging. I mean, Nova was a part of BWO, and BWO was a big tag team, stable, if you will, in ECW. Stevie Richards, Blue Meanie, as well as uh, Nova. So, you know, they obviously left the Nova behind and, uh, you know, him being a part of the tag team with Chris Chetty and obviously that not working out having this match. So... The storyline made for itself and made for a really good match. So hats off to Nova for getting the win in this match. After that match, we go to our next match of the evening. It is the Baldies versus Willie and Mahoney in a Flaming Tables match. Starting off the match, an all-out fight breaks out between the Baldies, Willie, and Mahoney. Mahoney hits Angel and DeVito with a chair shot. Willie then hits Angel with a chair shot as well. The Baldies and Willie Mahoney fight in the crowd. Crowd is chanting ECW. Willie hits a suplex on Angel on the ramp that looked absolutely brutal. Angel then hits Willie with a chair shot. Angel then hits a scoop slam on Willie on the ramp. Mahoney and DeVito are busted wide open. Mahoney hits uh, DeVito with a chair shot. Angel then hits a powerbomb on Willie through a chair structure. Ringside, it looked absolutely brutal. Mahoney then hits a falcon arrow off the top rope on DeVito. Willie and Mahoney then light the table on fire. Mahoney then hits a powerbomb on Angel, puts him through the, the flaming table. And your winners of the match are Mahoney and Willie. Again, not a bad match, man. This was probably the match of the evening for me on this card. This was a fantastic match. These two teams beat the hell out of one another, and, and pretty much Mahoney and DeVito were busted wide open in, in this match, man. It would look brutal, um, and Mahoney was always that guy, obviously, coming down with a chair. He was just in there to kick your ass, man. Mahoney, ECW legend, hands down. It, the tag team that he had with Axel Rotten, uh, just phenomenal tag team, you know what I mean? And the Baldies, you know, they weren't a bad tag team. Obviously, they had a lot of hostility towards New Jack. It made for a great storyline, but um, the Baldies were another decent tag team that ECW had to offer, so hats off to uh, Willie Mahoney for getting the win on what I thought was probably the best uh, match of the night. After that match, we go to our next match on the card as well. It is Rhino and New Jack for Rhino's ECW Television Championship. Starting off the match, New Jack comes down to the ring, hits Rhino with a trash can lid. New Jack then hits Rhino with a trash can. New Jack then hits Rhino with a street sign. Rhino then gets up, hits New Jack with a sign. Rhino hits New Jack with a trash can as well. New Jack then goes to hit Rhino with the trash can, but instead hits the referee. New Jack then hits Rhino with a guitar and does nothing to Rhino. Rhino then gets up, hits a spear on New Jack, putting New Jack through a table in the corner, pins up for the 3 and your winner of the match and still at that time ECW television champion is Rhino. Again, not a bad match. Picked up a whole hell of a lot of pace. You know, you never knew what you were going to get with New Jack, you know what I mean? And the thing with New Jack is New Jack was not a wrestlers wrestler. That's just not the way he was, man. He was just in there to kick your ass, you know what I mean? He came out there with the weapons, his theme music was always playing throughout his entire match. Um, but he's not a wrestler's wrestler, man. He just wasn't. But he fit the ECW mold, no question, no doubt. Um, and if, if you don't believe that, then I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah, new Jack was ECW royalty as well. He fit the mold of what ECW was all about: in your face, kick your ass. That's what ECW was. And I put New Jack up there with the the Rob Van Dams and Sam Man, Tommy Dreamer, Taz. I put him up there, man, because new people love New Jack. And you never knew what you were going to get with New Jack, so you got to put him in that conversation as ECW royalty number one and an ECW legend, hands down. But uh, hats off to Rhino for getting the win in this match and at that time retaining his ECW television championship. After that match, we go to our next match of the evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Guido and Tony Mamaluke defending their ECW tag team championships against Mikey Ripwreck and Tajiri. Um, again, not a bad match. Pretty much a back and forth match in the beginning. Whipwreck and Tijeri are showing great tag team work in the match. Whipwreck then hits a whipper snapper off the top rope on Guido and Tony Mamaluke, uh, which caused Whipwreck uh, to have an injury in his shoulder. Uh, the Whipwreck is pretty much put on the stretcher in this match. is taken to the back. Tijerio then attacks Guido and Tony Mamaluke. The crowd is going crazy. They're chanting for Super Crazy. Super Crazy music hits. He's uh, Super Crazy is here. He comes down to the ring. Super Crazy ends up hitting three moonsaults on Tony Mamaluke in the middle of the ring. Crowd is pretty much chanting super crazy. Tyjiri then hits a handspring back elbow on Guido and Tony Mamaluke. Super Crazy then hits another moonsault off the balcony on Big Sal, which was a brutal spot. Guido and Mamaluke end up hitting the finish on Tyri, pinning Tyjiri for the three, and your winners of the match. And at that time, still ECW tag team champions are Guido and Tony Mamaluke. Again, this was not a bad match, man. Tyjiri and Whipwreck were a great tag team. And Taijuri is a Tijeri was a like a legend, bro. I'm sorry. That dude was insane, and a lot of, like, I remember when he debuted for ECW and how people were kind of on the fence with Taijiri, and, it, like, within maybe five, ten minutes in, into his first match on ECW pay-per-view television, man, the people gravitated towards Taijiri, and they loved him. And Taijiri, you know, that dude's a legend, man. I'm sorry. Like, the amount of stuff that he can do in that ring and how he carried himself in that ring, you never know what you were going to get with Taijiri. I mean, he did come out of the ring with the weapons like New Jack. But you don't know what kind of move said he was going to pull out. I mean, he made that move with the the uh the tarantula, where he's hanging his opponent off the rope. I mean that move is brutal, man, but that proves that move is legendary legendary move. So again, I had to give a little credit to Ty Jerry because he kind of held his own until super Crazy came along. It was great seeing uh, super Crazy come back um and pretty much just beat the hell out of both Guido and Tony Mamaluke. And, uh, but I had to give credit as well to Guido and Tony Mamaluke for getting the win in this match. They were also said that Tony Mamaluke was actually trained by Dean Malenko. So I don't know if that's true or not, but if it is true, man, hey, you know, De Malenko is a hell of a competitor, a hell of a wrestler, man. So hats off to, uh, Tony Mamaluke for getting training by D. Malenko, but, um, hats off to them for getting the win in this match. And at that time, retaining their ECW tag team championships. After that match, we go to our next match on the card. It is the main event of the evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is a double Jeopardy match, pretty much elimination style, Fado four way. It is Justin Credible versus Jerry Lynn versus Steve Carino versus Sandman for Jerry Lynn's ECW Heavyweight Championship. Starting off the match, Credible comes down to the ring for, uh, first, then Jerry Lynn, then Steve Carino comes to the ring third. Uh, and the way they set it up was that, you know, Lynn had to eliminate Credible, and Credible can only eliminate Lynn, and Steve Carino can only eliminate Sandman, and vice versa. So it was a little bit of weird stipulation in this match. It was kind of confusing at first. Um, but it was a really back-and-forth match, man, and it really told a great story. The one thing I will take away from this match, it took Sandman a while to get involved in this match, and he took a while. Um, in the beginning, I think the first five, close to five to ten minutes of this match, I believe, it was just Credible Lynn and Carino just beating the hell out of one another. So Sandman kind of took his sweet time, kind of, you know, took his time getting in, uh, involved in this match. But, um... Steve Carino ended up getting the win in this match, beating um, and winning the new uh, becoming new ECW heavyweight champion at that time. Um, The one thing I'd say about uh, Steve Carino that I don't think a lot of people or some people may agree with me. um, The one thing I did not like about Steve Carino was that the whole Dusty Rhodes thing he was doing. I didn't like it. Uh, I didn't like the bionic elbow because that's that's Dusty's move, man. Um, And that's one thing I just I didn't I didn't get the gimmick either. The king of old school. There was nothing to me old school about that guy. It just wasn't. I feel like, yeah, he's a decent wrestler. I'm not taking anything away from his athletic ability. And obviously, he's there for a reason. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, say the guy's not talented. I'm not going to do it. But the, the gimmick, the king of old school, I didn't get it. Um, the bionic elbow, I was not a big fan. It's Dusty's move, man. Let, let Dusty have it. And there's only one Dusty Rhodes. So I just didn't like him doing that bionic elbow. I just couldn't stand it. But uh, hats off to him for getting the win in this match. And at that time, becoming new ECW heavyweight champion. But uh, like I do with every single one of these shows, you guys know by now that swing by and check out this podcast, which I do appreciate. Much respect to you guys for doing that. Um, It does go a long way for me, man. I really do appreciate it. But you guys know by now, I always give these shows a rating. I'm going to have to give this one a a 4.5 to 5, man. It just was not that good, in my honest opinion. It just wasn't. I feel like this was on, like, towards the end of ECW, if you will, man. I just feel like ECW, this was year 2000. They didn't last that long. And a lot of the original talent was gone, man. It just... And it was kind of heartbreaking and sad when you look at it. Man, you look at some of these wrestlers that were on, like the guys that stayed, guys like Danny Doring and Roadkill that were there pretty much till the end. Tommy Dreamer, you know, what I mean, till the end. Sandman, you know, I mean, Sandman also went to WCW, which again is a whole other story. Um, you know, Bigelow, Taz, Benoit, Guerrero, Mysterio, Psychosis. I mean, just a few guys that were, you know, originals that just left. Um, it's just crazy the amount of people they had on that roster at one point, man. It was just phenomenal. Shane Douglas, Chris Candido, Bam Bam Bigelow, just to name a couple. Um, and this, it was just sad seeing that ECW was slowly coming to an end at, at some point, man. And ECW was one hell of a brand and a brand that never be duplicated again, in my honest opinion, especially not in the States. No way. No way. Um, they definitely put their stamp on the uh, the wrestling industry for sure. So got to give credit to Paul Heyman for doing that, man. That was Paul Heyman came up with that entire idea of uh, having ECW live from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So, you know, hats off to Paul Heyman, what I thought was a phenomenal promotion. But I got to go cre- give credit to Carino. He ended up getting the win in this match. But I had to give it a four and a half to five, man. It just wasn't that good for me, in my honest opinion. So uh, that is my review of ECW's November to the uh, November to remember 2000. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful and remember, stay classic. Peace.